And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100%. And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. Well, hello and welcome to everyone. It is the Weighing In Podcast, and we have a ton of stuff to talk about. We have had the UFC PFL. One had an event. My God, there's all kinds of announcements of fights, even fights between internet nerds. It's awesome. What's going on? <laughs> you mean internet billionaires? That's what you well, You could be a billionaire nerds and be a nerd. I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, most of the nerds are billionaires. Hell um, yes. That's why I call them, they could end up being exactly what I talk about, nerd assassins. Yes. Because as you know, there are nerd assassins out there. You know what's funny, man, is uh, I didn't realize that Zuck is 39 years old and Elon's like in his 50s. Yeah. I'm like, why, why, would you, why would you want to fight a 50-year-old, man? It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he must be. I'm, I'm wondering if, if, if he's hanging out with Jake Paul at all. Zuck, because he's calling out, he's calling out 50 year olds. Come on, buddy. Come on. Anyways, we'll get into that in a little bit, but, um, you know, there was a good UFC yesterday. There was a couple good fights on that card and, uh, we had, we had the one fight on the one championship, which was, uh, the one MMA event or the one MMA fight at the one. main event. One on one. And one on one. It yeah. was the one. It's a mouthful actually get out. I didn't realize. It was the one heavyweight title. Yeah. And then uh, also the PFL and some suspensions that came along with not fighting. Interesting. Yeah. And that's one way to make sure no promotion ever wants to have you on their on their show. That's bingo. Dumbest thing ever, man. Anyways, well, let's, we'll get into all of it here shortly. Go to WayneInMerch.com, pick up some of our new apparel, and go to OnlyFans.com slash WayneIn and subscribe to us for free over there. It's free. And uh, John and I are still fighting for equal pay amongst men on OnlyFans. For men on OnlyFans. Equity, baby. Yes, Equity. We are. Yes, we are. That's what we are here for. And uh, OnlyFans.com slash Wayne in. All right. Like, John, let's just jump right into this, man. We got, I got a busy day. You got a busy day. John's going to be out there in humidity, sweating his ball sacks off. And, um, you know, and Dave's going to be doing what Dave does. Nothing. And then, uh, you know, Josh is going to be boxing it up, be boxing, boxing it up. Him. And I don't mean with a pair of gloves. So boxing <laughs> it up. We got some boxing going on today. So uh, isn't that what Canadians call Boxing Day after Christmas? Yeah. Is yeah. Like throwing away boxing. trash and shit. Yeah, I think it's something yeah, like that. Is, is that what Boxing Day is in Canada? No, it's not throwing away trash. I thought it was like, th I thought it was like when they threw away all the boxes in the, in the, and the stuff from their gifts from Christmas. It was like getting rid of all the stuff that they, from Christmas. I thought that's what Boxing Day is. What is the, really? what is the real reason it behind that. it calling Boxing Day? A day off The for tradition service. may come from a custom in the late Roman, early Christian era, uh, wherein alms boxes placed in churches were used to collect special offerings. Uh, Boxing Day was used by the rich in Victorian times to box up items they no longer needed to give to the poor. There you go. That's what I thought. So it was like a that. charity thing. Yeah, but it's not yeah. the box. It was actually what? things in the box. Well, oh, I thought it was just like throwing away stuff, which is basically like the rich was giving away their stuff <laughs> they didn't need. They call it the trash day then. That's on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> That's Canadians' prestigious day of throwing away all their shit. And giving it to go to Trash people. Tuesday. Trash Tuesday. So that's what I do around here, man. I've got Monday goes with mowing. Mow Monday. I've got Trash Tuesday because see, I don't have a trash thing where I can just 
put a little can out front. I actually have to take my trash somewhere in a giant trailer. So, doom, trash Tuesday. Then we've got wash Wednesday, wash all the equipment. So, just got to come up with something for Thursday and Friday and Saturday, and I'm good. You don't wash your equipment after you use it? Uh, not every time, Jeez, no, man. because I might have to use it again the next day on the same project. That's what you're supposed to do, though. That's how you take care of your shit. Yeah, you can do that. I've it's seen, I've, working, I've dude, seen like was, last night. I was I in am your truck, you, and it's not very clean, man. You, you might want to start taking care of your stuff. You lying son of a bitch. <laughs> you know the reason my truck wasn't clean is because someone broke into it because of you. <laughs> now, oh, two weeks ago it wasn't my fault. Now all of a sudden, now it's your fault. <laughs> Now, after you said that my truck was dirty, you lied. Oh, shit. I got a story for you guys before we get carried away on this. Uh, so I, I get, I get in the truck with John and, and, uh, Miss McCarthy and we go out to dinner. We come back and I don't know, we were doing something and we were heading, we, we were heading to, to Raleigh, right? We were heading to Raleigh and, yeah. uh, we're driving up there. And then I, and I was like, what the fuck is John? We're checking in the hotel. I'm like, oh, shit. And I walked back out there after because we got to go and, get the uber and stuff and um i'm like where the hell i asked miss mccarthy where the fuck is john john's in his fucking truck wiping that shit down with fucking baby wipes and cleaning shit. that mother i was like john cleaning that mother. i literally showered before i got in your car what the yeah, fuck man. are you cleaning your there's shit a funk that there's a funk that comes oh out. man <laughs> Uh, oh geez i was like wow this, cleaning this the outside baby little anal if you think about it little anal not oh, the just anus. a little anal. No, it, uh, it was pretty I funny admit it, it, i man i i hate when my my vehicles are dirty it mm. drives me crazy yeah i mean how were you when OCD. you had young kids though i mean shit it's impossible dude, was, it's like i'm a i was the same way struggle nope, bro nope, struggle nope, it's a struggle nope, nope, no it's good dude that's why you get the industrial size vacuum <laughs> every time if <laughs> it used to be when I would get a brand new car, and it was a family car, so it'd be like a suburban, like kind of like what you've had mm -hmm. and stuff. And it's like, you know, kids are hungry. It's like, yeah, they ain't eating in my car. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard man. That's, yeah. that's hard though. Uh, when you're running oh, late yeah. for school, in you the know, morning. everything's going down in between the seats because they can't. Half yeah. of what they have goes down, and Gross. half of it goes inside. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That and between that and my dog, my dog being in the back seat. Ugh. Yeah. But I gotta lay the blanket down. One of you know one of those big moving blankets. I laid one of those things down yep. so he's back there. Just pull it out and you know shake it out. Give it the give it the old beating with the stick. Shake shake it out and get covered with hair. Yeah. Just yeah. You, you hang it. I hang it over like a the fence and you can beat it a little bit and it'll get clean. Flip it over, beat it a little bit, get clean. But outside that. All right. But like my my dog right now, it, it looks like he looks like Brock Lesnar because he's got a flat top. Okay, because I cannot keep that son of a bitch from running through barbed wire. Okay, oh, and so it just he's got all. It's like now his back has got these marks from barbed wire. It's like. Dude, can you feel that? What is wrong with you? Stop running through bar. As soon as he sees something, man, boom, he's off. And it's like, stop. So now he's got his back is it's flat. I mean, really flat. It's not kind of rounded like a dog's would be. It's pretty damn flat from the wire and all the barbs taking all of his hair off. When he's running through it, going after something, I'm like, you know, they just a they say that dogs start to look like their owners, and 
<laughs> apparently they start it might to, be true they start to do dumb things like their act, owners they start to act like their owners too yeah he, he likes barbed wire you like to fight with trees same shit right it's, yeah, it's all the same <laughs> all right let's get into ufc on abc uh emmett versus uh tapuria and uh let's go ahead and start from the top there buddy let's go with tapuria and emmett uh, josh emmett right off the bat what are you thinking go ahead what are you thinking Tell me what you think. I'll it tell you went, what I think. When it went exactly like I thought. I told you. I said this is a very tough. You fight. act like I was. I'm in denial or something. Like I didn't. We didn't agree on it. I'm not saying you're denial. I just. I uh, looked at this as Josh Emmett. Everyone looks at Josh Emmett as a wrestler. He's not a wrestler anymore. Hmm. He's a stand-up guy that has power and he wings big shot. But he's got a big gas tank, so he can do that for a long time. And he did exactly that. But this is what happens when you take, I don't want to say you know, I, nothing against Josh. I love him as a fighter, and I think he's fantastic, and I love his heart and everything that he puts into the fight. But he throws looping punches. He throws you know, wide looping hooks and overhand rights against a guy who is a technician, a guy who's very tight in his defense. And that was the big thing, you know, you know, all the shots that Josh was throwing, and you saw Tapuria taking him on the arms, on the shoulders, missing by you know an inch, and he just technically was the better fighter, and that's why mm -hmm. he won. You know, he was able to stand in the pocket when he wanted and throw clean, beautiful. You know, the jab. How many times have we said one of the most underutilized mm -hmm. things there is in MMA with a lot of fighters is the jab? Take a look at Josh Emmett's left side of his face. That's what a jab will do. You know, he just got eaten up by Tapuria with that jab. And everything that was happening in that fight just showed the level that Tapuria has reached as a fighter because he used to be a little bit open. Mm -hmm. You know, he used to be a guy that, you know, he was hittable because he would come <clears throat> in and throw his shots. And during that time, he was a hittable fighter, too. And he had, you know, fights where, you know, I talked about the Jai Herbert knockout that he had, but he got hurt by Herbert yeah. in that fight. And so there was moments where you could look and say, yeah, he's undefeated, but he, he's he got these holes that someone can take advantage of if, you know, they're a smart fighter. He's he's taking those holes and he's, he's closing them up. He's becoming a much more efficient fighter. You looked at the output of energy comparatively, you know, Josh Emmett throwing those big shots and missing. Tapuria was, you talk about being in control, being in control of the pace, being in control of your exertion and when to take a little bit of a break because he had moments where he opened up when he hurt Josh and went after him. Just a fantastic performance. And he showed, in my opinion, you can take a look at everybody there is in that featherweight division. He proved that, you know what, there's... Alexander Volkanovsky is at the top. Yair, you got to put there based upon he won the interim and they're going to fight. So we're going to see who's the best there. You got Max and then you've got Tapuria because he is in the top four. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. Dave, can you pull up the, yeah, the rankings? There you go. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I think Arnold Allen gives him a good go. I think, um, I think stylistically, Calvin Cater might be a fun fight for him. You know, I mean, it'll be a tough fight, but I think he might be able to edge out Calvin Cater. Um, in that whole difference in the grappling, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it depends on Calvin Cater, though. I mean, like it, if he focuses yeah. a lot more on his, I love Calvin. Take it, take down defense and and utilizing some of the kicks as well. Um, yeah. Arnold Allen's a big body, though. That's what gives me a little bit more of that. He might be able to withstand a lot of what, what, uh, what he does. Depora has got, I think, one more fight in there before I start putting him into that. And I believe he's there. <clears throat> I believe he's there. He's right there. I don't yeah. know if he's. I, how I've seen Yair Rodriguez look as of lately, he looks phenomenal. Good takedown defense, yep. great submissions. You know, um, the speed, you know, let's not forget he finished Josh Emmett. Like all of these little things, right? And he was, he was putting it on Josh Emmett. Tapori's got, I think, one more fight before we start talking about the title shot. Maybe him and Brian Ortega. He's going to have to deal with someone that has good level, a great level of submissions. You know, that'd be a great fight. Like and, he hasn't? No, no, I'm like just. Like he hasn't already? I mean, g- give me the guys that he has. How about Ryan Hall? Okay. I, no, I, get, I, get, I, get, I, get, I get Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall has no stand-up. There's not even a threat there. <laughs> he, he's got stand-up. No, he doesn't. When, when the fuck has he ever he's had stand-up? No, he flops Come around on, on his dude, back. Look, I like, I like Ryan Hall, but let's, 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 let's just stop bullshitting yourself. <laughs> it's looking ridiculous. Okay, <laughs> I'm not even going to argue with it. He has no stand-up. Okay, he throws he throws flashy stuff to get you to make a mistake yep. and try and jump in. That's it. There's no stand up there. It's it's horrible. Uh, he's fantastic <laughs> on the ground. I tra- I've trained with Ryan Hall multiple times. Fantastic, fantastic grappler on the ground. I, I think the world of him. I think yeah. he's a great grappler. Just no stand up. Um, but I'm just saying somebody that could put it all together. Brian Ortega's got good stand up. You know, he could take a shot. He can deliver a shot. He's tough as a dog. Uh, and phenomenal on the ground. I mean, I think that would be my, I would say, probably his next what about step Bryce up Mitchell? in his competition. Be- yeah, yeah, but Bryce is also on the same page as Ryan Hall. He's got a little bit more stand-up. A little bit more, John. I mean, like, he's not, af- <laughs> like, he's not afraid to engage. Like, you took, you took the two guys that have, like, no stand-up. He said, go out <laughs> there and go with the guy who's got beaten. great take. You Wait. said a great grappler like brian ortega and i agree with you but mm. those are the only two that i can pull out because everybody else has been stand-up fighters no no but i get it I, you, need to have, you need to have stand-up you need to have stand-up you know who else uh yeah. uh the other kid that i'm looking at though is uh Evelov. and i know that's going backwards yeah. for him and i'm not asking him to go backwards i'm not look tapuria looked fantastic last night there's nothing i can say i can't take i can't say anything negative about what he did at all he looks fantastic. He stayed composed. First time he's ever been out of uh, out of three rounds. First time ever in his career. Got into the fourth and fifth round. Looked fantastic in the fourth and fifth round. Made me a little nervous at the beginning of the fifth when um, Emmett started fighting relaxed oh, and walked after him. I thought hit him with some big shots, I and I was like, "That's the way I you love, should be fighting I every love time." What Tapuria did. Yeah, yeah, but I love what Tapuria did because see, Tapuria went out there knowing. Look, he's going to try to knock. This is his. Mm-hmm. His last rock, he's got to try to knock me out. That's what he's going to, he's going to come, you know, guns blazing, just winging shots. And I'm just going to sit there and be defensive, move. He nice got hit little with some big shots though, John. He got hit a couple times. He got rocked. going to get hit. That's part of He got rocked right off the bat with a big shot. Rocked, but I'll tell nah. you what. <laughs> I thought he, Go back he looked and great. And that's why. Oh, dude, take he, a look in that, that fifth round. That, who won that, that round? fifth round? Who won that round? That was who because Josh Emmett went back to fighting stupid. No, no. Who won that round? 
Josh Shaman went back to fight and not relaxed again after what, he landed the two a hard Senate shots. Hearing committee because you can't answer the question. I can't. I can't hear Who you. Who won the fifth round? Uh, no, don't, don't try and structure the don't try and structure the argument to your direction. I'm not trying to structure. Yes, anything. you are. I simply said you were no, no, talking no. About no, John he was so hurt. It John, wasn't, you're, you're, he beat him in every round. What I'm telling you is when Josh every came round. out in the okay, just try to listen for two seconds, okay? <laughs> two I seconds, two seconds. You're, you're okay? spewing, you're no. spewing crap. No, if you watch the yes. way that he came out and fought that beginning of that fifth round, Josh came out and just walked forward. Relaxed, moved his head offline, threw some big shots, and landed some big shots. He he basically was walking it down. Look, it was the first minute and a half of the first or minute of the minute minute and a half of the first round. You can say what you want, but he rocked him. You he rocked him. That's the that's the facts. Okay, I, I know you like to put things together to shape your argument. Okay, and I understand I'm not, that. I'm not that's, 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 that's how that's how senators it's do very it. Very simple. That's how senators do it. Good job, <laughs> Senator. Okay, let's. But the fact is. When he fought relaxed, uh, it was it was made it a little bit harder. And I know that he was going to come out aggressive in the fifth round. He needed to. But sure, he had to. It makes it harder for you to see the the difference between if if I'm if I'm his coaches, if I'm Josh Emmett's coaches, <clears throat> or if I'm any fighter's coach. I'm saying, hey, you see the way that he walked out. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. It's ill advised to walk out with your hands down like he was doing. But he was walking out, he was relaxed, and then when Tapuria went to like jab or move, he cut him off and threw and countered and whatever it was, he landed clean, hard shots in the beginning of that fifth round. The bottom line is, is that he needs to fight more relaxed like that. And he just hasn't been able to do that. He loads up, he swings, he misses, he makes himself tired. He, like you said, he's not a wrestler anymore, which he should be. That, this fight would have taken a bigger direction, a, di- a different direction. I'm not saying he would have won. I'm simply saying it would have nope. it would have been a different fight had he wrestled just a little bit. I mean, just a little bit, you know. So, um, when he's I when made I made it very one dimensional. Yes, he's become very one dimensional. I think ever since the Michael Johnson fight, where he was struggling to get the takedown because of the because of the speed, and he knew he had to rely just on his one shot, and it worked for him. It's all been downhill since then. It's like, nope, I got the power. Even you can even hear in the corner. And I love Danny Castillo, but he's like, man, these guys can't take your shots. You hit too fucking hard. And I'm like, yeah, but why aren't we saying, why aren't we but telling him to but wrestle? It, but, it, but it has to land. Yeah. It has to land. But why aren't we telling him to wrestle? Like, get, mix up the wrestling with the with this boxing. That will open up the striking. Because if I start fainting to the legs, you start dropping your hands, that starts opening up the overhand right. Um, there's another thing that I want to talk about, too, is that he, the... Tapuria's leg was was pretty fucked up. Also, it was not as near as bad as Josh Emmett's, but his calf wasn't. It wasn't. It was just not just as bad. But it had taken some damage as well. He should have kept trying to hack at the leg, like Tapuria was doing to him. He got. He was throwing maybe two, three at the most, and sometimes missing. <clears throat> it was having an effect. It was having an effect on his calf, and he just got away from it. A little bit of that fight IQ. It's starting to go out the door a little bit with Josh Emmett, man. Like, it's, I don't know what it is, but he's getting stuck in his ways. And as, as you get older, you tend to do that and you tend to um, have some problems. But like I said, the fight, the night, <clears throat> the night belonged to Tapuria. And it just comes down to he fought relaxed. He stays very tight with his defense, composed, comes forward, moves his head offline, yep. counters very well, stuff takedowns, stuff takes downs. Even if you try to get into the clinch, he's good at making space and making you pay. Um, he, he's a fantastic, fantastic fighter. 
Like I said, though, I want to see him fight one more person in between there. That Brian Ortega, to me, would be a great step up in competition. Great step up. And nothing against Josh Emmett. Nothing against Bryce Mitchell. Nothing against those guys. But Bryce and Ryan Hall, they have no stand-up whatsoever. You shut down their yeah, stand-up. I, I and, agree with you. And then you get to Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett's got the wrestling, but doesn't utilize it. You know, and so, and look, you're talking about a guy. What, is he from Spain? But I know he's, his parents are Georgian, right? Is born in Germany. Born in Germany. Mm -hmm. Parents are Georgian. Lived in Spain. Mm -hmm. He considers himself from Spain. Okay. Well, all of these things, the guy's a dog, man. The guy's a tough. He's Dude, tough he's, as nails. He's got a, he he's is a talented. Got the great. He's got the right mindset. Um, you know, I, I look at the way uh, he had some problems. With, he had that little setback a little bit with Jai Herbert, you know, but ended up winning the fight and and, fin and finishing the fight. And so I'm looking at that fight, and I'm going, guys like him, Jai Herbert is, guys like Yair Rodriguez are going to give him a little bit more of a problem. The calf kick is there. The speed is there. The mixing up of the kicks, the combinations. There's, the, there's your difference is... It, like Josh Emmett is not a slow, a slow fighter. No. But he looks slow against Tapuri. Yeah. Same as Yair Rodriguez made him look slow. And I think Tapuria and, and Rodriguez, as you're saying, speed-wise, they match up very well. Yeah, and then I look at Max. I look at Max. You know, you have Max and you've got Yair Rodriguez. Those two guys versus him are going to give him some problems. The reach, the speed, <clears throat> the ability mm -hmm. to mix it up very well. Um, Yair's gotten so much better in the wrestling and the jiu-jitsu department. Max is phenomenal on the ground, but we don't see it much because he's so good with his boxing. Um, calf kicks are going to be a problem for for Max against Tapuria because he he sets him up pretty well, and he doesn't go to the well too often. That makes for a very interesting fight. But I really believe if you want to give him somebody, and he actually called for Max Holloway in the post press conference. He's like, I want to fight Max Holloway in Spain. He said, otherwise, I'm going to wait for my my uh, my title shot. I'm like, you might want to be careful yeah, with that. You You're too far away, buddy. You've got everyone. There's still too many top-level guys that are ranked ahead of you. And, and look, and I, I agree that he deserves to be in that next conversation. <clears throat> but I think they got to give him somebody like a Brian Ortega, a Max Holloway, maybe the loser of Yair and, uh, and uh, Volk. I think they're going to have to give him one of those guys for him to get to the next title shot. He says, I'll fight Max in Spain. When you start saying things like that at pressers, Dana takes note. It's It's been, he's like, all right, cool. You want to talk about it? He said, and he said, oh, I'll just wait for my title shot. Well, I remember having conversations with Joe Silva. He's <laughs> like, you go ahead and wait, buddy. You'll be out. You'll be sitting out there for six months, eight months. He's like, and then I'll give you somebody that you don't want to fight and you turn it down. I'll wait you. It's I'll make you. Wait. I'll make you wait again. So be careful, man. Be careful. I think you're a stud. I think, you know, but, you know, you got to get to that title. Once you get to the title, you can call your shots, man. But you're not quite, he's not quite agree with there right now, man. And no matter how good we think he is, he's not quite he's there. Good. No, he is. He he's is. Good. He's good. All right. We had Macy Barber going against Amanda <clears throat> Hibas. Wow. I'll tell you what, Macy Barber looked really good. She was. Sitting down on her shots. She took some shots. He just had a couple of moments in there, but the head kicks coming up. Uh, Macy Barber just looked like she, dude, she was ready for that. 
it was a step up in weight class for Hebus going from straw weight to flyweight. And you can see that, you know, kind of that, you know, that difference in weight sometimes makes a difference in how much the punches have an effect and all those things. But Macy Barber, I, probably the best I've ever seen her look. No, absolutely. And I thought this was a freaking fantastic fight, John. It was giving me flashes of the Joanna Whaley Zhang fight. <clears throat> it was flashes of that. They were they were standing toe to toe and throwing. Oh, they were going. They were getting after each other. Macy got the short end of the stick in the first probably minute and a half of the first round. She took some big shots, got pressed to the fence. Turned it around, though. She turned it around in that first round. Like She hit her with some good elbows, started making her bleed. As uh, John Anik said, yeah, she's really leaking. <laughs> I was like, what, Anik? <laughs> Come on, John. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's leaking. I was like, oh, no. Uh, but it was, uh, but oh, man, these two stood toe-to-toe. They banged it out. They had some good exchanges. It was a fantastic fight. And when I looked at it, you know, look, <clears throat> I'm someone that can admit when, when I felt like I was getting a little harsh on her, on Macy Barber, because she was going the back, she was going the wrong way, and there seemed like there were some excuses. She yep. was having some problems. This could have turned into, she could have made this into like an Aspen Lad type situation, where just you know, oh woe is me, and everything is everyone's against me, and just it just wasn't working out for her, and she just couldn't perform. This young lady turned it all the way around. She can't. She's she's been on fire. She's gotten so much better on the feet, and she's just putting it all together very well. Like, yeah, she is. look. It, what the other thing too is it's di- it's difficult. It's difficult to make those changes when you're losing. You know, she she was undefeated. Then she loses. You know, uh, to a two in a row, and then she comes back. She's like, okay, I'm 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 just making some changes, and she made these adjustments. And has come out and looked on fire. She looks fantastic. And she has that. You can tell when she got hit with some big shots last night, John. She enjoyed it. No one enjoys she getting hit. Down, yeah, you can see. She it. just got the smile on her face like, nah, this is what I do. This is what I do. And, and I'm ready for you. I mean, she was out there having fun. And it showed everything that she did was was fun to watch. Everything she did. I was excited for her. Great job by Macy Barber. Great job. I'm not going to take anything away from Anna Hebes. Takes two to dance. And she brought the action. She's been in some great fights as of lately. And uh, she's fun to watch, man. I don't know if she's going to stay at this weight class, but I thought it was a fantastic fight. Great fight. I thought both both put out an incredible amount of effort. They were going for it. You can't ask for anything more. And Hebes took some big shots. Big shots. And kept hanging in there. I thought Keith Peterson... I will give it up to you. Dominic Cruz actually praised ah. him. Said that was a good job. I was waiting was, for that. It was a very good job. Because it was the right time. A lot of people are going to look and that Hebus got her hands. When you start being that person that is, you're holding on to a leg. And people, I hear people, oh, she's going for a single leg takedown. If that's what you think a single leg takedown looks like, we got problems. Okay? That's called survival. You know, And but John, <clears throat> I thought... I did think, honestly, for me, I thought it was a tad bit early. Tad. But, but then again, when he stopped it, I'm like, all right, I get it. So, like, I'm not, I'm not up in arms about it. But I was like, ah. But the other thing, too, is that he was, was taking too many big shots right before big that. Yep. And um, so I'm okay with it. But let me ask you this, though. Do you look at it differently because they're females? No. Never. Don't care. 
That's, I, it, people We've ask had refs before you, the what, fat in the past. Stop I'm fights. I'm not. I'm not because saying, they were females. I am not saying. Okay. I am not saying that I have not seen referees <clears throat> do things differently based upon it being a woman's fight compared to a man's fight. Never would I ever, you know, do that. Like you give them. They're the same. You know, when someone is in a position where they're just accepting damage, and this is what you have John, to look John, at. are they the same, though? In the, in the cage? <laughs> I'm just trying to yeah. get you into yeah. <laughs> John. Yeah. But when you take a look at so you're saying, moment, so you're, what you're saying, what you're saying, though, is, is the top female basketball player could beat LeBron James. Okay, that's what you just said. Thanks, John. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're not going to go there. Yeah, kind of like Dave Chappelle uh, says. Uh, I think LeBron should be a trans. He scored eight hundred <laughs> points a night. <laughs> but oh, take a look and, sure. and the moment that Keith decides to stop it mm -hmm. is a moment that Macy is actually hitting Amanda, and Amanda doesn't have a hold of anything. Mm. And as Keith moves in to stop it, you see Amanda's hands come together around the body. He's already made the decision to stop it based yeah. upon what he saw. So, no, it was a good stoppage. I got you. Uh, next fight. Uh, it wasn't a fight. Justin Taffa against yeah. Austin Lane. That was a nasty oh. you know, eye poke. I felt bad for Justin. I, I don't, obviously, Austin Lane didn't you know, intend for that to happen. But you take a look, and there was no way that Justin Taffa, you, know, it, you get poked in the eyes like he did. That fight's going to be over. They should put it back together, see what happens. But that's what What more can you say about it? It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, his eye, his, his eyelid on oh, the bottom gone. and his eyelid and his, his uh, what the little bottom piece of your eye. I don't know what that is. But that was all cut as well. And it was starting to swell. You could see the swelling happening yeah. while they were showing it on camera. I was like, holy shit. He got, he got, he got a good so. one. He got a good one. You know, I David had, um, Onama. What's that? I, cor I cornered uh, Rumble, and he had one like that. God, I can't remember the guy's name. Burns? Oh, that Burns? was against, yeah, Keith Burns. Was Keith, it Keith or Burns? Kevin? Keith I think Burns? it was Kevin. I think it was Kevin. Kevin Burns. Yeah, he ended up fighting yeah. him twice. First fight. Uh, yep. he, yeah. He got, and he got poked in the eye bad. First, oh, my God. It was horrible. Yeah. And they gave Burns <clears throat> the win. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yep. That was Kevin, Steve Mazzagatti. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Burns. Yep. Kevin Burns. Yeah. Yep. I was like, you got to be came, fucking he, kidding you know, me. And he came back. He came back. Well, if you take a look at that, go back to that real quick. If you can, Dave. I know you were on it. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. There you go. Take a look what it says. You know, TKO eye injury. <laughs> How in the fuck <laughs> do you... You got poked in the eye, and, it, and I mean, you yeah. when you go back and you watch that slow motion, it goes second knuckle deep almost, yeah. right? And nasty. Mazzagatti missed it. It's okay. I, you can't see everything. I don't blame him for that. And you see Rumble turns, goes face down, you know, trying to cover his eye, and Burns goes after him, and Mazzagatti stops the fight. But the worst part about that one was, and you know, because I had talked to Anthony about it, so I was, hey man, you know, contest that. That's bullshit. The Nevada State Athletic Commission back then, and it's all due to gambling, said, no, we're not going to overturn it. It's like, how do you not overturn that to at least a no contest? 
I mean, it's just crazy. You see what hurts him. It wasn't a legal, sh- you know, punch. It was a poke at him and a bad one. Yeah. And you gave the guy a loss. Mm-hmm. You, that's just you don't care about anybody. That's horrible. Yeah, we came back and beat him though, and knocked him out. So I was okay with that. Yeah, because <clears throat> I cornered, I cornered him for Tommy Spears, Kevin. No, not Tommy. Sorry, Kevin, Kevin Burns. I cornered him for Kevin again. Cornered him for Fiovo, uh Luigi for Yoshida. Luigi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we. Luigi, that was a mean fight. That was wrong. Anybody that decided to put Rumble Johnson and Luigi. Luigi is so small together. for the weight. Oh my God! He's tiny, yeah. and he was—he was mainly a stand-up guy. <laughs> no, no, no. He was a grappler. He was a good grappler. I remember him being good on the ground, but not like to the point he where he was good on the ground. He actually had a good ground game. But I mean, you just look—you go, how's he going to get it there? Never. <laughs> it's just nasty. People don't give AJ enough credit for his wrestling, man. Rumble had some good wrestling. Yeah, he was a good wrestler. Yeah, he was a good. He was a Division Two national champ. Yeah. Just good, good wrestler. Just tough. Anyways, all right. All right. David Onama against Gabriel Santos. Jeez. That was a hell of a fight. Great fight. Great fight. I was really impressed with Santos as far as Santos went after. Mm-hmm. Santos said, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and give you any respect. You're going to have to prove it to me. I'll tell you what. He was putting it on Onama in a lot of that fight. And Onama, a guy that I've watched kind of blow himself up in the fight. He's learned. He, he took, took you know, those moments, just stayed the course, kept doing what he was doing, and eventually just turned it on. But, man, the shot that he hit him with. Yeah. Dude, he was out. And then, and then landed two more as he was going down and stuff. And it was like, man, beautiful, beautiful finish by Onama. No, I agree. I think where Santos made the mistakes was, and it was exciting for us at home to watch. He got to the back for a second, slid off the top, tried to chase the armbar, put himself on bottom, tried to chase the armbar some more. It was there was moments yeah. there where you, as a smart fighter, you need to slow the pace of the fight down, control it, threaten the neck. If you're on the back, never give up the back to go chasing armbars and things like that. Arm. Yeah, stay on the back, that's take up the time. Fighter. Yeah, threaten the submission. Now that's what makes young fighters so fun to watch. Yeah. You know, um, they're just, it makes it so much risk. more exciting. They take the risk. They, they don't understand what it's like uh, to not get that submission, you know, in the, in the room, in the, in the practice rooms, they're chasing it. They're getting it They're They're, you know, they're making them, you know, yeah. they're working hard to get it and they get it, you know, in, in the room. And it's against people they train with all the time. Well, when you get in that fight, things get a little bit sloppier. Things get a little bit faster. The person's a little bit stronger than you thought, a little bit longer than you thought, whatever it was. But he made some he made some mistakes that ultimately co- ended up costing him the fight later on. He could have slowed the pace of the fight down, controlled the position, you know, threatened the submissions from there, those type of things. Look, Santos looked great on the feet too. It was a great fight on that in that first round. He was looking good on the yeah. feet, good on the ground, and Onama just. I was waiting for him to start taking deep breaths, going, "Shit, man, okay, I'm tired." Never did. No. Came out even no. came out even fresher in the second round. I was like, "Oh wow." Yeah. Okay. He looked okay. good. I thought he looked fantastic. He learned a le- he learned a lesson from his one loss, where well, it wasn't his last loss, but I mean he's, and I love what he said in the in the post fight you know interview. He says, "I'm just taking my time." Yeah. Good job. Good job, man. You, you got it because you are getting better, 
And you are a force because he's a hell of an athlete. He's fast. He's strong. He's got power. You can see it. He's going to be uh, someone to deal with. Give him two years. Yeah, you look at him. I mean, Dave, pull up Onama. He's what? 24? 20, 21. Young. 29. Oh, geez. He's not as young as he thought. Not a lot. Um, but look, use the speed. Use the length, the reach. How tall is he? He's 5'10". Featherweight. Good yep. size. You know, um, I mean, he's got all the intangibles, man. He definitely wasn't afraid to jump into Santos' guard last night either. A couple of times he could have backed out. He was getting threatened with the submissions. I mean, those are dangerous, dangerous uh, techniques to be jumping into, you know, but uh, he felt okay with it. He felt like he was. Well, you could you could take a look at, you know, like I was talking, his last uh, loss was to Nate the train. Mm -hmm. And it was a majority decision, meaning one had it as a draw. But. He was in that fight, and he had Nate in trouble at times, and he got tired. Mm -hmm. He got exhausted in that fight. But we just saw Nate go against Dan Ige five rounds. No, three rounds. Three mm -hmm. rounds with Ige, but goddamn. You can see Nate, Nate is a tough son of a bitch, and so, man, he's right there. He's just, like, like he said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not you know, fast-tracking. Just give me time. Give him two years. Mm -hmm. You're going to see this kid is going to be up there. He's good. Well, not everyone's going to fight him like Nate Landwehr. They're not just going to walk forward, <clears throat> throw <laughs> throw careless shots, you know, and if I get hit, I get hit. No big deal. Those are the worst guys to deal with. That's why that's what's made Nick and Nate so popular over the years and other guys that sure. fight that style. Because they'll walk through whatever you throw, and then they'll make you pay, and they'll just basically tire you out on their face. You know what I mean? And then as they start landing more <laughs> shots and then and then they start picking up the pace and they just keep coming. Those are guys that are so difficult to deal with. You've got to be in top level yeah. shape and you got to know when to throw and when not to throw and when to take a step back and when to get a deep breath. So those are guys, those are hard fighters to deal with. And it happened to him still while he's still young in his career. He'll be back. He's definitely a spectacular fighter. I'm looking forward to watching him fight more. <clears throat> Next. Brendan Allen came out against Bruno Silva. Brendan Allen, he's on a tear, man. He's looking good. And he is great at jumping on that neck. He does a beautiful job of hiding his hands. He doesn't you know, take his hand out. He does it the right way. He slides behind. It's a scissoring effect. But Brendan Allen, he took big shots. He got hurt. He landed big shots. You know, the whole, he really, man, if you're looking just, you know, it was one round, but man, Everything happened in that round <laughs> yeah, for you to look and go, well, just for you to look and go, dude, this guy, we know he's good. He's good on the ground. His standup is good. He'll take shots. He can be rocked, but goddamn, you better put it all together because he's a tough son of a bitch, man. He's coming to fucking take your fucking head off <clears throat> and beautiful rear naked choke submission at the end. Well done. Well-timed. Didn't even have the hooks in at the time. Yeah, he set it set it up so beautifully done. Yeah, the, I think the way he got it under the chin right away. There's no, you know, he was like, "I'll get the hooks later." Once it yeah. gets on there, your hands. Once you get that choke on, the hands automatically start going to the neck, which then frees up the the my feet to, to put my hooks in. So once he rolled them through, got to the side, he put the hooks in. The choke was already set. And there's no reason to be so concerned about the hooks if the choke's already set. Because they'll start defending the hands as fast as possible, and that frees up my feet to get in. Um, I thought he looked good. You know, he got some. He got with some big shots. He's got to be careful in terms of 
he sometimes turns fights into being a dog fight when he doesn't need to. And um, but it's fun for us as fans. It's just who he is, and I love it. I love it. I'm not going to knock it. I'm, I'm uh, you know, um, when you get to those that upper group of fighters, you, you got to be careful. And Bruno Silva, he's the one yeah. that went the he went the distance with Alex Bahia, right? Yeah, he had a great fight with Bahia. Yeah, that's right. I think that was right he's before tough. his title shot, correct? Um, yeah, mm -hmm. right at yeah, yeah, I fought. Yeah, because then Alex fought after that, and then Alex fought for the title after that. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, Bruno's tough, man. Bruno's tough. Good fighter. Fun to watch fight. He brings it. He seems a little small for the weight. Am I right or am I wrong? I don't think. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think he is. I think 185 is about his right. Mm -hmm. I think he would be killing himself trying to get to one. Yeah, he's a tweener. A little bit like a uh, yeah. Kelvin Kelvin Gastelum. But Maybe not especially as when you go on that that 15 pounds yeah you know it's a it's not the 10 pound drop he might be able to do it if it was a 10 pound but i don't know he's a lot he's a lot better than what his record shows in his last four fights mm. you know he's one and three in his last four fights but he if i was the ufc i would keep him he's a gamer he comes to fight yeah and uh it's fun to watch mm -hmm. all right next neil magny took on philip rowe this is like watching two guys that, you know, are like mere images of each other in, in terms of, you know, stand up and stuff. It was, uh, neither guy took down. Did you see a, a real telling blow that, that hurt either guy? No, no, it was, it was a, it was like a, a sparring match. It was, they were going after it. They were trying, but they just, they, they negated each other out with their styles, their length. You know, Magni gets the uh, the judge's decision on it. It's fine. It was a split decision. It was close. Yeah. I mean, you know, when there's not much that separates you, you, know, you leave it up to the judges and you get what you get. You can't throw a fit. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Next. That's it. Randy Brown took on Wellington Terman. Uh, just better on the feet. Just better yeah. on the feet, you know. <clears throat> cleaner, longer. Got the decision. It's not much more to say. The next fight, though, all was of them. The, the next fight was all the, of them. That's the, that's the one. The best fight. It was so damn good, oh. so damn tough. I mean, I don't know how you say this guy's name. It, there's an O in there somewhere, is what I understand. Rebecca. Yeah, Rebecca. <laughs> they call him Rebecca. <laughs> like, there's no O in there. Your name's Rebecca. Mateus Rebecca. Yeah, they're throwing an O in there. Look, uh, I thought I thought this was a fantastic fight, man. Um, Boy, they were going. They were getting after it. The leg kicks were huge, had a huge effect. I mean, just it was just a really like it was power shot for power shot until how do you say his last name? Razabov. Yeah, Razabov. Razabov. Razab. Yeah, Razabov. Yeah, until he hurt his his legs, man. His calves were tore up. The inside leg kicks was chewing them apart, and. He just couldn't set any weight down. He was switching his stance. Yeah. But I liked what kind of what he was doing. He put his back to the fence so you couldn't kick him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Rebecca was like, uh, he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, he feels like he broke his toe because he kicked the fence trying to kick the leg. Kicked the fence, yeah. Oh, man. That was brilliant. Brilliant idea, though, but still. Brilliant idea. But still, he still got. It's called survival. Yeah, he got clipped. He got clipped with a big shot, though, set him down, and then the ref jumped in. But. 
But I thought it was a great fight up until that moment, especially that first probably three minutes. First three minutes of the first round was back and forth. Oh. Great big shots. Dude. Good fight, man. Yeah, both guys going for it. Other than that, you had any fights you want to talk about? Mo- all decisions. Yeah. I started off and it was a decision, decision, decision. I said, please, God, don't let Ooh. this night be, don't let this day be like this. Well, I got to give a little but. love to Tabitha Ritchie, man. She, she, she's looking good. She's really kind of, she's, she's getting a lot better. She's coming a little bit more confidence. She's being a little bit more of a bully. I thought she fought a good fight. She stuffed some takedowns. She looked good. You know, smart. Um, yeah, Robertson just wasn't aggressive with the takedowns. She wasn't trying to put it together with the striking with the takedowns. The one time she did, she got the takedown. Wasn't able to control the top position. But she, she, she just had to turn the switch of saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to get hit no matter what. Throw and then try to get the takedown. And she did. But then after Tabitha Richie got up, she was like, you could tell she kind of depleted her like, ah, oh, man, I got to do this again. Yeah, that's the point of fighting, man. You're going to have to do it several times. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Tabitha has been looking good. She's a um, good fighter and she's, got, she's very well-rounded, man. Very well-rounded. Good for her. Oh, um, I, I forgot. I wanted, I wanted to say your man again. Again. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like. Uh, I think it's the hair, man. Yeah, the, He's got I, no luck. I think it's the hair. You can't come to the cage looking like that and expect people to vote for you. And that's what the judges are. They're just voting for you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's horrible, man. Oh, the poor guy. They're going to, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they caught him. But he's fun to watch. Fight, no, I man. think, I, I think Zuma Gulaf is probably going to be going somewhere else. Now. Yeah. But he might do well. He tough. might do well over in the PFL. Fun they don't have his weight class. They don't have flyweight? Yeah, they do. That's Bubba Jenkins. They don't have flyweight. They don't have bantamweight. Don't they have? Who is? What is? Uh, they don't have bantamweight. They don't have flyweight? They don't have flyweight or bantamweight. What's Movlid? Movlid's lightweight? Movlid is featherweight. Oh, sorry. Sorry. This is That's flyweight. I'm thinking have. featherweight in my mind. Jesus, Josh Thompson. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking featherweight the whole time. I'm like, what do you mean they don't? I'm like... What are you talking about? Isn't Bubba Jenkins featherweight? Featherweight. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. This Not is flyweight. flyweight. This is flyweight. Never mind. Sorry. My apologies. My apologies. I right, hey, call be- back to that, that those numbers again. Yeah, number you know. One, one <laughs> two, three. Okay. Uh, before we get going on the on the news, we got some news or next next fight card. Next fight card. Go to OnlyFans.com slash weighing in. And uh, subscribe to us over there, man. Hey, guys, it's free. want to thank you guys for continuing to support us over there. I've had some people reaching out to me going, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get on. I haven't been able to get on. There's the you got to fill out all this application stuff. So don't let that distract you. It's a free uh, subscription over there. We take our fan questions from there. We try to put some extra content on there for you guys. And we want to thank you guys for continuing to support us on all platforms. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all these locations we're on. So uh, if you guys want to listen to us, I know you guys probably, it's five, it's, you know, five in the morning when we started this podcast today. So I know you guys are all going to complain in the comments about, oh, Josh always yawns. Well, if you guys don't like it, go to Spotify, man. Just listen to us. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to hear me yawn. You don't have to see me yawn. All right, guys, you big cry babies. All right. You guys can go over to Spotify. You guys can listen to us on iTunes. All right. We're available on all platforms. We're actually in the um, just- Dave's. Dave should be trying People to talk to just them. watch at night after work, watch the show, mm-hmm. and every time Josh yawns, take get the drink. Yep, take a shot. There you go. Take a shot. You'll have a great time watching Fantastic us. game. <laughs> Fantastic you'll game. Be so drunk by the end. Well, yeah, you'll be drunk by the oh, end. Oh, you'll definitely be drunk. If you're drinking shots, 
Oh, yeah. Talking yeah. alcohol poison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like 10 o'clock back at home for John and Dave. So 10 o'clock. Yeah, something like that. Excuse me. These I didn't guys. know you were in England. No, I don't have the. I don't have the. <laughs> we're figuring it out. All right, guys, go to OnlyFans.com slash Wayne and subscribe to us over there. All right, let's get into the one championship. We're just going to talk about the main event. That was the only MMA fight on that card. And as for the rest of the card, um, I'm sorry, but I just don't know who they are. So I'm not going to try to tell you guys that I watched it and I cared about it when I didn't. Um, but I am I'm going to talk about the, uh, the main event. And uh, you got Arjun. Bular versus uh, Anatoly, how do you say his name? Malkin. 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 But uh, Arjun just didn't she didn't wrestle, man. Didn't utilize the wrestling that I know he's capable of. He's trained with me at AK for up. years. Just say it. No, didn't show it up. So much, didn't show up to John, win that He fight. actually looked pretty good on the feet. I was actually surprised. In the, first, yeah. in the first round, he looked good on the feet. But as you could tell, as he started getting hit with more shots, he started not feeling as comfortable on the feet. And then he just started trying to get to the body lock, started trying to get to the clinch. And then that didn't work either because, bro, you can wrestle, man. What are you doing? I'm like, why aren't you shooting a single leg? Why aren't you shooting a double leg? Why Did they say in the rules you can't? Like, Because that's what it looked like for a moment. I was getting frustrated. I'm like, bro, I, I know you can wrestle, man. You can, I've seen you wrestle with DC, Kane, all these guys. I know you can wrestle, man. And so I was getting super frustrated. I'm like, just shoot. Fuck already. But... John, you know when I when I know people, I get a little like, I get a little weird, and when I'm a watching, nervous. a little nervous when I'm watching them. I mean, you know, and I haven't I haven't seen him in a while, but still, man, I know what he's capable of. I know he can. I know he can wrestle. I know he's not afraid to stand and throw. But uh, Anatoly just had he landed the cleaner, harder but shots. Josh, was able to walk him around and throw the big Anat shots. Anatoly Malkin is a he's a fighter. He is a stud. Yeah. Yeah, he's got power in his hands. He's super strong. He'll go to the ground with you. The guy can fight. He's not a he's not a big time submission guy as far as he's got submissions, but he tends to want to punch a hole in your head compared to submit you most of the mm -hmm. time. But man, I'll tell you what, they've got a real guy in Malkin. Malkin mm -hmm. is good. He can fight with anyone. Give give people problems. Ah, I'm not saying he can beat anyone at heavyweight, but he's good. Mm -hmm. No, I think I think he's fantastic. I think he is good. Um, very stiff. I feel like he's physically strong. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like he's physically strong. And so um, you know, I don't know. I, I I look at I look at his his ability. He's got power in his hands, his combinations come together really well. Take good takedown defense. I didn't see much of it last you know, last night because of or two nights ago. Because Arjun didn't shoot. But uh, I've seen him fight before in the past when people try to take him down. He's got a good takedown defense. He can throw. He's not yep. bad on top. It's like a fish on or a turtle on his back. You know, uh, but he needs to get up from the bottom when he when he can. Uh, it's a good fighter. He's a good fighter. Uh, he's going to struggle yeah. against guys that are willing to grind on him and wrestle on him. He's going to struggle against those guys. But until he fights, until he fights somebody like that, he'll probably be the champ. To be a champ for yeah, a while. You got to figure. We talk about hybrid. He's a small heavyweight because he really was a light heavyweight before. Mm. Yeah, but he, uh, but he's yeah. a gamer. He'll come after you. When you say small heavyweight, are you talking about guys that are like 250, 245 and below? I go two forty and below. 
Okay. Because you're given up to 25 pounds and sometimes more. Mm. So when you're when you're in that 240, you know, 241, 242, you're one of the smaller heavyweights. You don't get a whole lot of guys that are in the 225s. Those guys are light heavyweights. Yeah, because the reason why I'm saying that is you're like, oh, well, he used to be a 205 pounder. Well, that, you know, because like Vadim Nemkov, we talked to him recently, and he's talked about, you know what, I've kind of wiped out this division. I'm doing all right. You know, um, I'm thinking I may end up going up to heavyweight. It's a, it's a big cut for me. He walks around about 242, 245, you know, depending on uh, the week and the day. But, um, you know, he's thinking about going to heavyweight. I was trying to think of what would be a small heavyweight. Because Kay Velasquez and DC, they'd, they'd come in around – 232 to 238. That was like their sweet spot. And as DC got older, it was like 242, 243. Yeah, as DC got older, it was like 250. Yeah, exactly. And then as DC is now, it's he's not even oh, he's, making. He's pushing 300. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's big. He's he's, he's pushing 300. He's, ah, big, he's right enjoying there. his life. He's God big. bless him. Let him be. Yeah, he deserves it. Works hard for it, man. Works hard for it. All right, let's go right into the next uh, what PFL. Here we go. PFL had their third show in a row in Atlanta, but it looked good. They had a lot of people there and stuff. You had OAM, Oliver Albin Mercier against Anthony Romero. I give Anthony Romero credit. He went out there to win the fight. He went out trying to put shots on uh, OAM. But, the, you know, the real deal. Olivier Albin Mercier has changed as a fighter. He used to be strictly wrestling. You know, he used to go out there shooting when he was in the UFC, especially in the early part. Man, he was shooting shots from far away. But he was a good wrestler, and he could get it done at times and stuff. But he's really come into his own with his stand-up. His stand-up is clean now. It's good. It's effective. He, you know, he moves his feet well. He takes his head off the center line. He's not worried about standing in the pocket with somebody. And it's really changed. He doesn't wrestle that much anymore. He's almost like a completely different fighter. Yeah. No, he's got the ability to take you down whenever he needs to. And normally it's after he's landed a clean, hard shot, so he could try to get to that top position and do some ground up pound. Take yep. some of that safety or add some of the safety to it. So he'll rock you, press you, take you down, get to the top, do the work. Because a lot of those exchanges, after you rock someone, that's when they're the most dangerous. You get careless with throwing wild shots. You get caught up in the moment, and next thing you know, there's someone standing over you going, hey, man, fight's over. You're like, damn it. <laughs> so, you know, he's in one of those positions. He, he's, he's a smart fighter. He fights very smart. He understands what he's, he understands what he's good at. He understands what he, what he needs to do when he's in there to utilize and to get the win. Um, I was really surprised because it looked like he was timing the knee every time he was dipping to that right side. And because that wasn't a kick. I thought it was a kick from the side that I missed and he just hit with the no, knee. No. no, he threw the knee. Yep. And it was beautifully executed, nicely done. Great fight well by him, and uh, on to the semifinals. Good for him, man. Good yeah. for him. Well, you know, coming off, you got to figure they put him against Burgos in his first. He got the three points there. He gets, you know, the big points here as far as, what, four for finishing in the third round? No idea. But, uh, look, he's 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 got to be one of the front runners in the lightweight division uh, to get that. PFL title because I guess he's not the title guy now even though he hasn't lost. Yeah, he's not. He's number two. Someone else is number one. I can't remember who. Yeah, see, I don't know if it's Burgos I, or someone. How? Yeah, how? But no, Burgos. Burgos. They had to cheat yeah. to put Burgos in. And I'm not saying cheat, but it was. <laughs> come on. Hmm. 
I'm looking at that. I'm like, yep. But I obviously don't blame him. No point either. No. But. All right. Sadabu C against Shane Mitchell. I got to tell you, I was not the biggest fan of Sadabu C as I've watched him throughout his career and stuff. He has really turned the corner on his ability to control the fight, uh, to be a guy that can defensively wrestle. He'll even actually try to take you down at mm -hmm. times. He very much reminds me of, you know, the, the body style of a style bender or a Anderson Silva suit, you know, long, fast, those long limbs that he uses well. Shea Mitchell was tough, tough throughout this. He took some big shots and, and a couple of the head kicks. Dude, that would, he was lucky in the beginning that the heel didn't hit yeah. on, on one of those. Uh, spinning attacks, but he just was outclassed as far as he was not the guy that had the tool set to beat Sadabu in this fight. Well, I'm, so, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. I think he did. He has power. He's okay. got speed on the hands, but he didn't have the fight. He didn't have the right game plan. Look, if you go back in, in the history of watching guys fight <clears throat> good kickers, look at guys like Fedor when he fought Mirko. What did he do? He crushed the space. He fought him, yeah, he marched him down, made him uncomfortable, fight off the back foot. So then you're, you're taking away the power of their kicks because you're making them throw it from an uncomfortable position. Their back is to the, whether the ropes to the cage. Fight them in that boxing range. Make them throw when they don't want to throw. That makes them more tired. He stayed at range the, almost the whole fight, you know, a couple yeah. times. He's got speed with his hands and he's got good combinations. It looks, and from what I understand, he's got some power. And so it just, it just, he just didn't fight him in the pocket. He didn't put any, he didn't make him feel uncomfortable with pressure. Well, you, if you're going to stay on the outside, you're target practice. And that's what Shane Mitchell well, he was. Yeah, he made himself target practice and Sadabusi was able to pick him apart. And once he realized that he shut you down and you were real hesitant, you, and you could see as the fight went on, he was like lifting the leg, kind of leaning back a little bit. That lets you know he's in a defensive position. He's not trying to get off. Let me just do whatever I want now. And so once that, once I started seeing that, I'm like, all right, you're in a lot of trouble, man. And that has to do with the way that he was mixed, how Sadabusi was mixing it up. He was mixing up the, the head kicks, whether it was a, a regular head kick, a spinning head kick, then going spinning back kick to the body. He was, he was mixing up, mixing up his combinations real well. Good for him. He looked good. Yeah, he did. He did. Man, you know, John, but after you're considered the champion, I don't know what they call him now in the next round. I know. It's, it's, it's hard. You know, that's hard because he should be. Yeah, he won the damn tournament. Like he mm -hmm. should be their 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 champion, yeah. but they don't have champions no. really. They just no, have so... tournament winners. Yeah, that's weird so. to me. It's okay. All right, then we had Shane Burgos taking on Nishikawa, and I I got to give it to Yamato Nishikawa. I've watched him fight a couple of times. He's way too small for lightweights. Yeah, he should be a featherweight. I I mean, you're looking at Burgos, who used to be a featherweight. He's massive compared to Nishikawa. Yeah. And, you, and you look and you go, look, Burgos put it on him, but Nishikawa was in the fight as far as he was trying the whole time. He, did, he actually did a very good job defending himself off of his back. He created a lot of positional changes and made Burgos work there. Shane Burgos was just too strong. Boy, he ate his body up on the ground. Nishikawa on his flight back home is going to be breathing very carefully and Gingerly. softly because man his ribs his ribs have got to be just barking he got eaten up to the body 
John, when you look at someone like Shane Burgos, though, the size difference, the power, all the intangibles of being a top-level fighter, don't you feel like he should have got him out of there? Well, you would think so, but it's sometimes, and this is how offensive, other than you know throwing off of his back and you know things. Nishikawa was not was not super offensive; it was more defensive throughout the fight. Yeah, and when you have someone that's good at defending, it's not easy to put away a fighter that's just being more defensive throughout the fight, yeah. not really giving openings that you can do stuff with to land that shot that's going to hurt himself. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen Burgos put him away. It's just not something that, yeah. you know, you got to put that shot on him, and he wasn't able to put it on him. But Burgos looked good. You, you got to give it to him. He looked good in the fight, but he was fighting a very small lightweight in that fight. Yep, we're going to see what happens next round. Next fight. Magomed, Magomed Karamov against David Zwada. I, I love I love the confidence of Magomed Karamov because he's basically goes, there's nobody here that can beat me. Nope. <laughs> I'm coming back for my title. It's going to be interesting between him and if Sadabusi get together. Look, we know that Karamov has great wrestling. He's got the ability to you know take people down and use a great ground attack. His stand-up is good, too, though. Yeah. He's got power, man. And, and i tell you what, he landed a couple of big shots on Zawada. Zawada was trying to be a, you know, a counter-striker at times. It just, you know, he was outclassed in this matchup, if you're looking at it. Yeah, he was. He was outclassed. Uh, but, you know, Kar- Magomed, Magomed Karamov. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a it's, lot. It's a mouthful. Magomed, Magomed it's almost like Karamov. Magomed Sharapov. Yeah, exactly. Zabit Magomed Sharapov. But on. he looks give me one less lane. He looks good, man. He looks good. He looks um you know, I haven't seen him he hasn't lost since uh the Ray Ray Cooper in the finals, right? I think he's still he, he hasn't lost since then. Good fight, man. I think like he's, he's only got two. I think is that is it two or he's one? Got one or two losses in the PFL. Uh, um, he's got six losses overall. There's the Ray Cooper. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, he's only got one oh, loss wow. in the PFL yeah. to Ray Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, you have the guy right below him, though, who's undefeated. So Magomed Umalatov. Um, Umalatov. So you have him in there as well. And he just beat uh, Lopez. Lopez was undefeated also, who was 16-0. And then Molotov mm-hmm. is 13-0, I think now 14-0. I mean, he's going to be, he's fucking really good, especially in that first round, round and a half, where he really put it on Lopez. Who's Man, fighting John, who in the, who's <clears throat> one and who's? Dave, can you look that one up? one and four and two and three. <clears throat> I'm not sure how they ended up. Karamoff. Had to have the most points. Let's see matchups for this season. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, look, did you watch that Lopez fight, John? It was yeah. a it was a great fight, man. Umalatov yeah. just put it on him in that first round, ten eight round potentially a ten eight round. Um, I mean, I had to be in a ten eight round, <clears throat> and then the second round, Lopez started to kind of come back a little bit. I still gave Umalatov the second round. 
Third round, though, Lopez was still there. It was a good fight, man. Lopez was never out of this fight. It was a damn good fight. Um, Nothing yet? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of hard to navigate because it doesn't, like, see if you click on, like, season and then it, and it shows you the next card is August 4th. Hmm. It doesn't, but it only shows these fights, so maybe they just haven't updated How it. How about where it says Friday's standings? Um, How about where it says standings? Okay. You know what standings are, Dave? It's like rankings. Nope. Yeah, there we go. Um, so, that's, so that's featherweight. So go to mm-hmm. welterweight. 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 Okay, okay so, so Magomed Karimov is number one. Now, of course, you're going to have him fight so, the other Russian. <laughs> he'll he'll be going against your man, Umalatov. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, how do you figure that? Number one versus number four. Because they're going to go number three. one against number four and two against three. Yeah. Yep. How How is that determination made? Like, why wouldn't it be one versus two? <laughs> because you don't Jesus. take your two top ones and put them against each other. You give Damn. number one the number four because he's earned the fact that he Jeez. gets the lesser fight, if you want to say that it is, which it's not. Mm. And then you give number two and number three to pair off. That's Dave just, just bracketing. Dave just proved he'd never played sports in his life. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> He's laughing That's right sorry. now. Cause, sorry, yeah. Dave. Wow. I don't, That's all I right, don't, Dave. I just think PFL's thing is too hard to figure out. You mean like but, every uh, other tournament in the world oh, that's ever no, said? The, the, <laughs> best, the best is they made it even harder. After the fights, but uh, we're going to talk yeah. about that. Let's go back to the the card there. Dave, number. Do you know why they do that, Dave? Do you know why what? they do that? Why they do what? Why they have the like the highest ranked guy fight the or yeah fight the lowest ranked guy. Do you know why they do that? Uh, no, tell me, Joe. <laughs> I'm just asking if you knew why. Do you do you watch do you watch like uh like the World Cup? Do you watch like uh, basketball? Yeah. Like, you know, like the March Madness. World Cup. I don't watch. Okay, March but Madness. like they they do that because if you have number one play number two, then that means all the the best teams will beat each other up, and then all the lower level teams will end up closer to the finals. Will end up in the one of the lower level teams will end up in the finals. That makes sense. Now that's possible, yeah. anyways. <clears throat> it still is possible, anyways. Yeah, but they want to make sure that the lower level teams uh, actually earn it to get there, and the same thing with the with the upper teams also, but. They give them more of a chance because they've earned it throughout the season with their rankings. That's why you play hard during the season to get to that level so you play the lesser in the so beginning of the playoffs. It, he's like, I don't understand why number one doesn't fight number two. What the two. hell are they doing that for? <laughs> I just That's about right. fell out of my seat. No, that, I mean, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't think. All right, we had Clay Collard going against You're getting, you're getting rid of Ray. all the best fights early. Yeah. All what right, next that, one. Yeah. Clay Collard against Stevie Ray. Clay Collard looked good. Yeah. Stevie He's Ray looked. Look, he looked lost out good. there. He just I looked lost. Stevie Ray. Yeah, exactly. He, it, you could tell that. You know what? It's almost Josh. You know when a guy has, his heart's not, it's mm. not in it the same. Yeah, he's got, he's got his mind somewhere else on other things and somewhere else. And I think that right now for Stevie Ray, that might be the case. Yeah, I'm surprised he actually fought, to be honest. But I know, you know, the yeah. money comes in to play. Yeah, it does. Jeez, man. Um, but Clay Collard looked good. Nothing, I can't take anything away from him. He went out there, did his job. 
And Stevie yep. Ray just he didn't have enough, he didn't have enough in him to get the takedowns to control the top position to threaten submissions couldn't do any of those things so took some big shots fight was over <clears throat> uh, anything else let's go ahead John next well we got to so we got Carlos yes. Leal Miranda took out Delano Taylor Delano Taylor was in the finals against mm-hmm. Sadabu C last, last year. year and now. Carlos Leal Miranda is into the welterweight finals. He'll be taking on the same man in Sadabusi, and we'll see how that fight goes. Mm-hmm. But that was a that's a that's a big drop off for Delano. He didn't even make the playoffs, and a lot of people were expecting more out of him. Also, yep. So. All right, John. Nathan Nathan Schulte <laughs> against Roush Manfio. This was a spectacular fight. I love this fight. It was gonna, back and forth. These guys were going after I'm gonna it. I'm going to kick you in the dick. I'm lying my ass <laughs> off right now. Because if you want to know what a sparring session looks like in a gym when guys are getting ready to, to uh, take on someone and you have a good training partner, this was exactly what we were watching. And it was funny because, you know, even the, the commentary team of, you know, Sean and Randy and Kenny, they were, they were all, you know, well, you know, these guys are friends. And they kept saying it over and over and over again because they could see it. And you can see, you know, when a guy is, you know, trying to land a hammer fist and it's, it's just, it's touching. It's not, has no impact. It's not affecting in any way. They didn't want to fight. They're friends, they're training partners, and they got matched up here. And you could tell that they went and basically said, hey, let's, you know, we'll go out there and we'll go through the motions, but we're not going to hurt each other. We're not going to put it on the line. The the even the corners, Josh. The corners were silent, and they were you know the the PFL was putting that out there too on their broadcast, saying you know they had Brett Okamoto talking about it. And look, the corners have decided they're not going to talk or anything, and it's like there comes a point somewhere within management you got to look and say, is this going to be beneficial to us? They had to look and know this this could be a problem, and we've seen those fights before. You know, this was a fight that was actually not a fight. Nathan Schultz went out there. He tried. He used his grappling to take Monfio down, control position, and that's all we had. I mean, if I'm a promoter that owns any other company, I'm not signing either one of these guys to ever fight for me. It just it just goes. I mean, especially now with gambling involved. <clears throat> What, tell me what is different from this than what uh, what the fighter did that was that fought out of James Cross's place. Tell me what the difference is. I mean, outside of they bet on them, I mean, he, they probably bet on themselves, or they told other people to bet on themselves, or maybe they have family members bet on them. I don't know. We, but I don't think we know that I, yet. I don't think. I don't think that they went in there saying, "Okay, Nathan Schultz, you know, you're going to win this." No. I don't think they did that. I don't think Manfio said, okay, I'm just going to give you the win. I I look at the incident with Brian Miner. Uh, I'm sorry, Derek Miner. Minner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Miner is the referee. <laughs> yes, we know this. <laughs> so D- Derek Minner, I look at that as he knew, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get myself out of here as quick as I can, you know, and maybe he was already injured from it, but he knew, so he knew he was going to lose. And there is a difference, but there is the, the whole fact of the matter is it's no different than what I, you know, we talk about all the time and what I tell fighters all the time. I used to tell them all, 
look, you have three requirements. Three. I can't even tell you that you need to train for your fight. But I will tell you, hey, when you are at you know a location and a promoter has brought you there to fight, your jobs are first be on time because you're keeping every other fighter from getting to what they want to do when you're late and they're having to wait on you. And trust me, in the end, it'll count against you. Mm-hmm. So be on time. Be where you're supposed to be and be on time. Second, make weight. God damn it. You signed the contract. You said yep. you can make that weight. It is your responsibility. You're a professional. Make the weight. Yep. Don't put the promoter and your opponent in a position where now they're trying to adjust things based upon you not doing your job. And the, the last thing is, and this is what goes with these guys, fight hard. Give it everything you have. I'm not even telling you you have to train hard. You know, if you can do it without training, go ahead. Yeah. But when you go out there, people paid to watch you fight. Give them what they paid for. Fight. That's not what happened. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if I'm a promoter, like I said, though, I'm not signing these guys. That means that you... If, okay, let me ask you this. You, you're looking at, you know, uh, the PFL put a thing out. Last night, Nathan Schulte and, and Roush Monfield did not meet the standards of which all PFL fighters agree to uphold the competition. A PFL press release Saturday said all fighters in their PFL fight agreements agree to use their best efforts, skills, and abilities as professional athletes to compete and defeat any opponent. The bout in question took place on Friday. It was very clear that Nathan and Roush did not meet that contractual standard in yesterday's bout. The promotion said PFL immediately suspended both fighters from the season and deemed the fight to have zero points for the purposes of league standings, meaning that the three points that Nate and Schultz received, he didn't get those three points. And the PFL takes this action in recognition of its responsibility to all PFL fighters and PFL fans. As a result, Shane Burgos will slide into, because Shane won three points, and only three points. He lost to OAM. He beats uh, Nishikawa. And so he slides in to the playoff slot at number four, meaning he's going to face number one, Clay Collard. And so it's a it's an interesting uh, change, and it's something. Do you think it's the right thing for them to do? The PFL. Yeah, Absolute Nate Schultz would have been in, Nate Schultz would have been in the playoffs. Absolutely. Okay, let me. I, I saw, and then this this is what cracked me up. I saw people complaining and, and people talking. You know how can how can the PFL do that? <laughs> that did they go through the commission? Hold on, did they go through the commission? Uh... It's like, whoa, hold on, you're not you're not fucking figuring this out. They didn't take Nate and Schultz win away. They can't do that. But as a promotion, they can say we're not going to allow you to be in our playoffs because we don't think you competed fairly and gave the best effort that you could give in a fight that we paid you for, and we're going to take you out of the playoffs. They have every right to do that. Their their job is to put the best fighters they have out into competition so the fans get to see the best they have. And if you're looking at what Nathan Schultz and Manfio did, they didn't give their best efforts. Would you rather have Shane Burgos in there than a guy that gave no effort? I would. Mm. Yeah, these. I don't disagree with it, what they did at all. I don't disagree with it either, and um, I'm surprised that I'd be surprised if they keep if they bring them back. Like I said, what I would I? cut them. I'd cut them right away. Like, look, I understand. This is the this is 
I go I go a couple different ways, John. This has been my problem with the PFL to begin with, was that every season it's the same damn people. And why would you yeah. sign two people that train together in the same weight class then? If you know it's yeah. going to happen, it's like you, you didn't know this was going to happen, <clears throat> and they probably told you they didn't have, but I've seen this happen before. They did this two seasons ago. Neither one, of, neither one of them really fought each other. And I was trying to remember back because we were talking about this, I think yesterday or somebody was. I was talking, but this, this is the same shit that they that they did two years ago. One of them was going to get in, and one of them wasn't. And they made the they made the agreement not to really like get after each other. And it was very apparent when you're watching the fight. And I'm surprised they didn't make this decision last time. And then now they did it again. I'm surprised they didn't talk to them after that and go, look, you guys. We understand you guys are friends, but you guys either got to fight each other or we got, we're not going to put you guys to the finals or to the playoffs or whatever it is. Apparently, they didn't have that conversation because this is where we're at now. And if I if I am the promoter, and I'm not trying to be a dick, I'm definitely not. Like both of them are good fighters. I'm trying not to, but I will. But this is this Go is ahead. You're, this business is now run by it's been run by gambling, but you have gambling involved on a, on a much a higher level now. A higher, a higher level of gambling being involved now. You're, you're fucking with the book, the odds makers. That's going to ultimately trickle back down to the promotions who are going to be talking to the, you're going to have a lot of people involved. The government will start to get involved. Oh, you're letting your fighters do this oh, now? Yeah. Oh, this oh, is yeah. okay. This is a oh, huge okay. problem. A huge fucking problem. Two years ago, gambling wasn't what it was now. You know, and so now that it's happened on such a high level, they're not going to let this shit get away. People are losing, millions and millions of dollars casinos are losing monies bookies are like all these people are losing money they're like fuck no we're not letting this thing happen there's no way we're letting this happen i'm not even getting in the commission the commission should suspend both of them i think they Good. should you know like I, john i mean i told you before <clears throat> we've talked about this before and uh there was a boxer i don't know what happened he got into the fight he was supposed to fight. He literally, as soon as they rang the doorbell or doorbell, oh, no, no, yeah. so he Walk. he walked right out of the he walked right out of the ring. He got in, he got introduced. They go to start the fight, and he just goes through the ropes and yeah. walks away and walks away. Yeah. And in a joking manner, you and I were talking one time, and I'm like, "Yeah, you know what? I may come back. Just you know, just walk into the cage. You know, do all these things, and then just walk right out." He's like, "I wouldn't do that." You explained to me. That I mean, you'd be suspended for a long time. Basically, all this other shit, you'll get you'll get sued by the promotions. What you it'll set you back. Oh my god! You know it'll set Think you. Think about it, Josh, because th this is where people you know you can't say this about Schultz and Manfio because they did fight. They 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 did something. They went out there. So contractually, uh, it's going to be tough for the PFL not to pay them. But it could be that the commission could hold up their pay because they said they did not fight in earnest. They did not attempt to actually compete against their opponent. They were more in a sparring session. So the, the commission could hold their pay. Now, if you do like what that the boxer did, or you, not only are they not going to pay you because the, the commission will hold up your pay and the, the promotion is not going to pay you, now, now the commission is going to bring you in front of them and they're going to fine you. So it's going to cost you money mm -hmm. for your actions because you embarrassed the commission. They went through all the things they were supposed to do and you said you were going to fight and all of a sudden you decide uh, you're just going to walk out. No, you're going to get fined for it. And so, yeah, it's going to cost you money. This is, 
I don't know. I, I look at this and I think that I thought the PFL when I first heard of it, I was like, they're doing what? Yeah. But then I, I, I'm, I remember what, as I was watching the fight, I go, this is nothing but a freaking sparring session. This is horrible. Yeah. But I mean, I, I ultimately put the blame on them. You can't sign two people from the same gym and you only have yeah. like five or seven fighters on your roster for that weight class and expect them not to match up every time. Somewhere. Stupid. Stupid. What do you think was going to happen? Especially after the first round of the fights. If you're going to have them match up, have them match up in the first round of the fights when you know it's important for them to get a win. Now let's see what happens. But both times they've matched up in the second round, getting into the playoffs. So both of them kind of already know whether they're going to get in or not and whether they want to hurt themselves or not. This just doesn't make any sense, man. Get rid of get rid of both of them or get rid of one of them or whatever it is. But one of them's got to go or both of them got to go. I think they both got to go. Go some, go somewhere else. You know, you guys made your decision. You guys decided to do a sparring match instead of fighting. It's in your contract. Well, you need to fight your ass off. Let, let's let's be honest. It, this has happened in many promotions as far as the uh, I don't want to say fixing the fights, but even in the you know, or if I was going to tell you there was any fights in the UFC, were there ever any fights that I I said that was fixed? Yes. No. You know, it was Ooh. early on. Ooh. Early on, oh, it's true. You can go back and watch it. You know. Yeah, what's funny is, what do what's funny is, Tank Abbott was the recipient of those shitty things both times, because Tank Abbott had fought his way to get into the finals of the tournaments. Because if you remember back then, it was a tournament format. You won. You had to win three fights. You know, four fights if it was UFC two, but three fights in, to get. You know. You know, the, the title and Tank had won two fights. You know, UFC 6. Okay, going all the way back. Tank Abbott fought. He beats, first he beats uh, John, John uh, Matua. Knocks him out viciously. Mm. Then he beats Paul Varlins. Well, on the, exactly, <laughs> that was Matua. And then he beats Paul Varlins. And then in the second on the other side of the bracket, mm -hmm. you had Oleg Tektarov comes in and he fights and he wins his first fight and it was against uh, Dave Benito. Mm -hmm. But then he's going to fight a guy in Anthony Macias who they're managed by the same guy. And their manager, a guy named Buddy Albin, goes in there and says, look, let's be honest. Oleg's got a better chance of beating abbott and if we can just go out there you know what quick submission and so you go out there and you look at what you know anthony macias was a was a muay thai guy he goes for a takedown gets a get gets choked taps done it was like what was the time on that uh, if you go, go to oleg taroff's record and the fight before the tank abbott fight would be Macias, where's Tank Abbott? No, 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 you're going the wrong way. Wrong way, wrong way. Do you see it? Yeah, I do, right there, David Abbott. Keep going down. One more, Anthony Macias, nine seconds. The fight was nine seconds long, okay? Wow. There's no doubt. As soon as it happened, I said, that was a fix. You know, I was a referee of the damn thing. Yeah, so no was, man, Oleg was just that good. Calm down, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, the second time that it happened, 
Same thing as far as different manager, but the same thing happened to Tank Abbott. Don Fry had fought. Uh, he had fought Mark Hall previously. Mm -hmm. Okay. In another show and beat on Mark Hall for the whole time because it was a time limit thing back then. It wasn't really rounds. Beat a, just tore up his ribs. I mean, he was bruised and swollen. It looked like someone had cut open. He was actually had blood coming off of his side. It was oozing oh. out from the bruising. It was that bad. But Mark Hall didn't quit. You go back and Mark Hall is in the uh, semifinals against Don Fry in the ultimate, ultimate number two. Abbott has already won his two fights and they have the same manager. Now Don Fry will to this day say, bullshit, Don Fry got the only leg lock submission of his career against Mark Hall. It's like he sticks his foot up. You go, yeah, that ain't right. Oh, and Don geez. Fry goes on and beats beats Tank Abbott. But you look at those two fights, and I would tell you, those are two fights that were fixed. Jeez. You can't do this stuff, man. You can't have it. Nope. You know, Pride, Pride had a bunch. You know, Mark Coleman was part of some of those. And you look and you go, can't do it. Nope. Well, well, I guess we're going to find out what the repercussions are not being out of the finals or the semifinals or playoffs or whatever you want to call it, okay? But there, there's going to be some there's going to be some consequences. I wouldn't be surprised if they both get cut. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. And I wouldn't blame the PFL at not all. Not at doing. all. No, not at all. All right, next. All right. We have a ton of fights that were announced that we're going to talk a ton about. ton of fights. ton of fights. <laughs> yep. We're going to start <clears throat> What's with. What's the best the one? The biggest one in MMA ah, history. Like <laughs> uh, the uh, most uh, entertaining story of the week was Dana White saying that he talked to Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, and they're they're both very serious about having a cage fight. Mm. Um, Dana goes on to say it would be the biggest fight ever in the history of the world, bigger than anything that's ever been done. It would break all pay per view records. Do you agree? No. Dave, not, not even close. Dave, I just sent you a video. Um, John, I'm going to disagree with you. I think it would break. I think it would break pay per view records. What's the record right now? Go, four, go ahead. Four, Tell four me point why. something million. Let's hear it. Four point yeah, something million. Yeah. 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 I, you think it's going to break that? Yep. Okay. Let, the same as I I talk about Jake Paul and a lot of his followers, because mm -hmm. he has a lot of followers. Those are people that are internet nerds that know how to do all this mm -hmm. stuff and can steal stuff and everything. These two guys, you think their people don't know how to steal stuff on the internet? That's all they do. No, I get it. Okay, second off, <clears throat> I'm going to say this right now. First off, how long ago was it that fucking Dana came out saying, we don't do gimmick fights? So here you go. Let me. No, no, I just put this together for you. Go ahead. What is this? Go ahead, John. Dave, play it. Go ahead and play it, Dave. <laughs> that's one of the big problems with boxing right now. It's all about these gimmicky type fights. And that's just not what I do here. It's not what I do. I, I put <laughs> on fights with the best fighters in the world. A few moments later. <laughs> it's I was not talking what we to do here. Elon and uh, Mark last night. Both guys are absolutely dead serious about this. If they really want to do it and they're serious and we can figure it out and figure out a way to pull this off, I would absolutely positively do this. Build a real card with a real guy, and they're the main event. Okay, that's the best thing ever. Because this is, you know, how many times do you have to, you know, MMA fans, especially UFC fans, you know, all they talk, 
Dana White talks one way on one week, and then he's going to sway. And it's all you, you know, Dana said this, and Dana, Dana's going to do what Dana can make money at. Okay, we don't do gimmick mm-hmm. fights. Well, if that's not a fucking gimmick fight, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. All right, so, Josh, I say it all the time, and it's not the nicest way of putting things, but people have this idea that they want to see something. All right? You don't want to see this. This is a, this would be an embarrassment. This is, you know, it's like watching old people fuck. You think you want to see it until all of a sudden it's in front of you, and you go, holy fuck, what am I looking at? Okay, you don't want to see this. You have two guys. Look, I don't know. This is the most fucking ridiculous goddamn thing ever. Mark Zuckerberg taking a punch in the face. How do you think he's going to react? I don't give a shit if you're training with people. You can't. It takes time to learn how to freaking take a shot. And instead of turning away like you're a goddamn kid on a schoolyard and all of a sudden facing the fence and hoping and clicking your heels, hoping that, you know, they take you away. These guys are not going to fight. It's going to be an embarrassment. It would be the most ridiculous and stupid thing ever, and it would not break any records. Bullshit. Most people are going to give a fuck about it. It's dumb. It is an embarrassment that Dana would say that he's going to do it. It's a joke. Stop. Uh, You know, I was listening to... uh, uh, You were were just on your phone trying to find a thing saying old people fucking. (laughs) I can't wait to... I'm going to search that on on Pornhub. I'm going to say old people (laughs) fucking. Oh, it's great. You think you want to watch it until you see it? You're like, oh, God, my eyes. Until you see it, you go, oh, my eyes, my eyes. That's it. So great. I'm sorry. <laughs> so great. Um, John, no matter what I think of it, I think it's gonna I think it would break pay-per-view records. The reason being, and I look, know. in the middle, like, you can say, look, all the people that they know, you think they don't know how to hack this, they know how to stream it. Of course they do. Yeah. But you're really gonna get the fucking nerds from from Fox News and CNN and MSNBC, all the nerds and all the old people that still watch mainstream media that are gonna watch this. They're gonna pay. I'm not saying I'm not no. saying I don't think it would get attention. And this is I'm not saying I don't think it would get attention. Oh, it's going to get a lot. It's not going to break any pay-per-view fucking record. I think it does. Oh, you're wrong. I think it does. I'm going to be honest, so, man. Dave, <laughs> only nerds like you would pay for it. No, no. Dave knows. Hey, Dave doesn't pay for it. Hey, that's all they need. They, all they need is nerds like me to pay for it. Ooh. And then they go. You don't pay for shit. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Mostly. I mean, but the thing is, though. Is that you're going to get all the, the people that watch mainstream media because it'll be marketed on mainstream media. All those old people are going to pay for it. They're going to pay for it because they don't know how to do. They don't know how to stream things. They're going to pay for it, John. <clears throat> and that's most a lot people more. Don't give a, most old people aren't going to give a fuck. They're going to care. They're going to care. You want to know why? They want to know how their iPhone works. And this is the guy or this is they want to know how their, their Instagram neither, neither works. Neither one has to do with an iPhone. Yeah, you know what I meant, though. They want to know how. They want to see it. They they wanna wanna know, how their Tesla works. Well, they want to know how their Facebook works. <laughs> like <laughs> They want to. They want to see the guy who created a way for them to talk to their family in another country on Facebook. That's what they're gonna do, you know. Like they're they're gonna they're gonna watch it. The old people are gonna come out of out of hiding, and they're gonna watch this shit. 
It's gonna happen. But it's not just old people. It's no, every it's, single person. It's old people. Anyone that uses Twitter. Anyone that uses yeah. Facebook. But see, John, that, that's where I, I go with John's take. Anyone that uses Twitter, anyone that uses Facebook or whatever it is, those it. people are gonna scam it. They're gonna automatically have a link that has a link that has a link. You know, and I'm gonna be honest. I bet I would almost be willing to bet that Elon would probably even put this thing up on Twitter for free. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know about I think free, he would. but I think for I think sure he would. it would be on Twitter. I think he would. I, th- I think for both of them, they would. They would, I think if they were both smart, which I think they obviously know, they'd probably try to host this thing on on their own fucking sites. They would. I'll tell you what, one of the one of the best things that I've seen so far. I haven't seen it. I've seen it one way. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it going the opposite direction. But I've seen more fighters come out on Twitter telling Elon, "Hey, I'll help train you." Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't seen one for fucking Zuckerberg yet. John, well, John Jones. Jones. John Jones. Oh, there you go. Okay, John Jones going with Zuckerberg. That should tell you everything. Yep. <laughs> that should tell you everything. <laughs> yep. mm. I mean, what I love, though, is the, um, uh, Luke Thomas did a, a bit, and he's like, look, we keep letting shit like this. This is a joke. Yeah. Please tell me Luke Thomas said this. No, is no, no. No, look, yeah, yeah. Joke. Yes, Luke, Luke said it was a disaster, said it was a God joke. God bless Luke Thomas. <laughs> and Luke, Luke had a very good point, though. He's like, look, we keep allowing these fucking dumbasses, and not, not that they're obviously smart guys, but he's like, we keep allowing <laughs> people to enter into our group of MMA fighters because, oh, you're famous. Oh, you're popular. Oh, you're this, like... They haven't earned anything Bullshit. to get into this. Like, why would we host them on a fucking pay-per-view in, in whether the UFC or whether fucking any other promotion? Like, why would you do it? Like, why? And he had given out some Money. good examples. But, I mean, I got to be, I like, I, I thought he made some pretty damn good points uh, on uh, Luke Thomas's uh, Instagram. I was watching it. It was pretty funny, but it was also very true. And, and uh, Brian BC was like, Said something along the lines. Oh, this will be the biggest. This will be. I'm like, oh my god, I I think it would be the biggest. But I also think that they're no gonna way. they try to they'll try to do something else to to stream it on their platforms. They got two of the the two of the biggest platforms in the world. Why would yeah. you go to a pay per view when you would could charge pay per view on your own platform? You know, why would you why would you go pay per view on? Of course, you know, like you they why would you do a pay per view with the UFC when you could do it on Instagram and on Twitter and just push it out that way and you could buy it on your own plat on their own platforms. You know, whether you want to have, you know, um, him to, you know, Dana White, take care of the promotional part of it. Not, not like building it up, but then the cage, the arena and, and, you know, and be the guy that puts together all the little shit and just see if you want to slap UFC on it, go right ahead, <clears throat> you know, and obviously sponsored by fucking Twitter and <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> like, I mean, this thing would be plastered everywhere, John. If they did do a regular pay per view, it would break the record. It would break. It would break what Floyd's got the record right now. What for four point two, four point five, four point yeah, four point four Pac- somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, with Pacquiao, right? Yep. And the MMA record is two point five, right? Two point four, two point five with Habib and Connor. Yeah. That's Fine. the record. Yeah, yeah. And this would crush it. And this would be an MMA fight. So this would be an MMA fight. So are we talking? No, this would, would not be an MMA fight. Why not? This would be a nerd fight. This would be a fight between two people that don't know how to fucking fight. Okay. You know what's great, right? Is, uh, J- John, I want to remind people that Mark Zuckerberg, okay, 
knows more jujitsu than Podcast Dave. He would fuck Podcast <laughs> Dave up. He and they're about the same size. He would fuck Podcast Dave up. But what's that got to do? No, no, I'm just saying, like that lets you know. Got like, everything to do with Dave it. Dave has been working for us for what five years now, and with me even yeah. a little bit longer. Still, no grappling, none. Dude, we tried. <laughs> we tried. We tried to get him involved. Jeez, we tried. Hey, but I can still <sighs> suplex Tanya across the bedroom. <laughs> He's all I got two babies and by the suplex. And, and I'm I'm telling you right right now, Dave, at your age, everyone wants to watch. Yes. But when you get older, no one's gonna no, fucking want to watch No that. one's gonna wanna watch. No, not according to you. Not according to you. Dave, Dave's got two baby by the suplex. Yes. <laughs> this is great. All right, next. All right. Let's look at our real fate then. Let's oh, look at thank real God. Fate. We have Alexa Grasso versus <laughs> Valentina Shevchenko for September 6th at flyweight for the title. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I, wait, wait. Before yeah, we get started, please. would would these two girls beat those two guys? Absolutely. I just want to know. Even, even at 125 pounds? Even at 125 pounds. Are you sure? Those guys don't. Yes. I don't know, I, I bet money on it. I'll bet everything I, I have know, on John. it. I don't know. Oh, you fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the Dave troll you because I can see you're worked yeah. up about this whole fucking fucking, Elon fucking stand with people that can't suck. fight and go oh let's fight. <laughs> it's <Fuck>. so great. <coughs> it's a it's great. I love this conversation. Uh this is a fantastic fight. Again. I'll tell you what. I would pay. I would pay. I would pay to watch either Alexa or Valentina fight Zuckerberg and Elon. <laughs> or Elon's never trained a day in his life. He's never, he's, a, he's no. straight up, his, like he said, I, I've never trained, but I'm down to do it. I love that about him, though. He knows he's never trained. Zuck, though, he's the kid that now knows a little bit and oh, now yeah. all of a sudden is throwing things out there. Oh, we're He's the guy you give times, a little bit of power to and now he wants to guys, utilize it. How many times have you seen guys, Josh, that go and all of a sudden they. Start taking, you know, jujitsu or some other type of art form. And all of a sudden, they go into one tournament, maybe two, and all of a sudden, they know they can fight. And it's like, you have fucking no, idea. no clue how far off of being a fighter you are. No, oh, yeah. You are fucking just so far away. I don't want to say you're horrible because, hey, I, I do appreciate the fact that Zuckerberg is training. I appreciate that he's got, you know, enough balls that he steps onto that competition mat and he puts himself out there. That's fantastic. Great job. I will never say anything bad about that. But to sit there and now to call out a fight. Stop. Stop. Mm. Let's talk about a real fight. That's right. a real fight. And, and I was surprised that they didn't put this together actually faster. I mean, it, it took some time. So you had some thoughts about maybe they weren't going to go back. But if there was anybody that deserved to have that rematch right away, you had to say Valentina oh, deserved yeah. it. You know, she was a long-standing champion there. It beat everybody they put in front of her. Alexa gets the win. Let Valentina look at the mistakes she made. Let her come back. Let's see how she can do. Maybe Alexa puts her away again. Maybe she gets the title back. But this is one that was deserved and should have happened. I think that Valentina is going to take the smart route. She's going to take her down. In the first fight, she stood a little bit more than she should have or wanted to. <clears throat> and um, 
She got beat on the ground. No, I know she got beat on the ground. I'm saying, though, is I think she's going to take her down, get to the top position, and control that top position. That's what I think is going to happen. You know? Um, I, I think on the feet, it's a good fight. I think that I, I even give Valentina a little bit more of the edge on the feet. But I think that Alexa... If Valentina gets the edge with her kicks, I give Alexa the edge with her hands. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. See, I mean, I don't know. It just gives you the what ifs, right? Can she do it again? Sure. Like, what if she does it yeah. again? Oh, no. What if she does it again? Then if she does do it again, does Valentina go up to the, ah. go up in weight class? Because now that uh, Amanda's gone. Amanda's gone? <clears throat> yeah. You got two marketable people that you can put there. I mean, I can see it. It's a good fight. Look, I mean, I, like you said, we've talked about certain fighters that were champions for as long as they were and were so dominant, deserved the automatic rematch. <clears throat> but you, when you look at it, especially with uh, in the UFC's women's rankings, it was always, you know, the 135 was the premier class. That was the one they started with. It was mm -hmm. one that had Ronda. Then Amanda comes in and, you know, after you know Holly takes it, Misha gets it, Amanda comes in and dominates and it's been that premier class and the 125s, the flyweights have kind of been the lessers. You take a look right now, flyweights <clears throat> might be, yeah. that's, that's the group now. And then Rose is going up to flyweight also now for this next fight. That's why correct? I'm saying it. Yeah. yeah, Rose is going up to flyweight there. There's a lot of people that are making that switch and there's some really good talent yeah. in the flyweights. Should be fun. We're going to see. A good thing with Rose, man, she's got power. she got power on the low weight class. she got power on the upper weight class. So, yep. <clears throat> next fight. Henry Cejudo taking on Chito Marlon Vera. I, it's a great Bantamweight bout. It's a it's a bout that I, I, makes sense to me, especially for Henry Cejudo. I'm not too sure that it makes sense for Chito Vera, but, you know, I guess uh is actually ranked above him, so... Mm -hmm. Makes sense for Cheeto Vera to take it. Yeah. <clears throat> you were saying before, though, you think that this is a tailor-made fight for, for Henry. I do. <clears throat> I really do. And it's and uh, Cheeto's very good on the feet, and he's very good on the ground, and he's slick everywhere. If he was ha going to have one element that you look and you say, what's his weakest element? It's his wrestling. Now, I'm not saying that you know uh, he couldn't submit Henry, Obviously, anything could happen. I don't see it happening. Mm. Uh, Henry's been with people that are very slick on the ground. He's got great submission defense. Henry's going to use his stand-up for a little while and take Cheeto down and just try to work him on the ground. And I think Cheeto's going to have a very hard time getting himself up from Henry. It's a different style. It's a different base. It's a different type of grappling art that he's used to. And if there's one that it's the weakest form of his game... <clears throat> It would be that wrestling aspect and being able to scramble like Henry. This is a good fight for Henry. It's a good matchup for Henry, especially off of having that one fight back that he had with Sterling. This, to me, is is a good fight for him. Yeah, the thing that concerns me with <clears throat> with him fighting Cheeto is that Cheeto, like he's got a little bit of that wider stance, kind of that karate style stance. <coughs> Cheeto's good with the leg kicks. <clears throat> the speed's definitely going to go to Henry. The wrestling's going to go to Henry. The submissions I'm going to give to Cheeto, but like you said, Henry's going to sure. be hard to, to finish when it comes to submission game. <clears throat> the power, though, is going to go to Cheeto on the feet. Yeah, so I agree. Henry's going to have to get in, get out without taking any damage because Cheeto, got, he's just nasty. And in that guard, if he does take him down, he's got to make sure he stays out of that guard because Cheeto does a lot of work from that guard with those elbows. Yep. 
So he's got to be cautious and careful in there. This is a good fight. This is, I think, I think, I'm. You said tailor made for you know Henry. This is like a tailor made fight for Henry. I'm gonna look at it a little bit differently. I think there's gonna be sure he can take him down, but there's some threats on that bottom game that Henry's not. I don't hasn't had to deal with before with the elbows from the bottom, the type of different types of submissions and setting it up. <clears throat> Cheeto's very nasty, like very grimy, just fighter. A lot of upkeeps got to be careful for. It's not like Henry's a tall guy, so Cheeto doesn't have to really lift his hips too much, kick him in the head, you know, those kind of things. Like, they make a difference. And so <clears throat> I think Henry, as long as he's focused, which I think he is now, understanding that he was right there, could have potentially won the title, didn't get it done, long layoff, all of those things. I mean, he kind of, <clears throat> that long layoff, John, it just really kind of affected. He was doing so well before he decided to kind of retire. Sure. And you took three. Dave, pull, pull up <clears throat> Cheeto Vera's record real quick. We took three years off and had the, the chance yeah. to, to, to win, to keep the title, to move on, to go up to 45 and become the first three division champion. Yeah. Okay. This is my, and this is my point when you take a look at you know, his losses. Yudong Song, out wrestled him. Mm-hmm. And that's why I look I look at the similarity of where his opponents have been. Aldo, it was, you know, they were in the stand-up for most of it and stuff, so it wasn't. Sanhagen. What does Sanhagen do? <coughs> Wrestle him. He wrestled him. Mm -hmm. And and Sanhagen's not even close no. to the wrestling ability of Cejudo. And so I look and you take a look at all these great wins, and he does have great wins. But Dominic tried to wrestle him a little bit, you know, wasn't successful with it, but it was a stand-up fight. Rob Font was a stand-up fight, except when Cheeto would hurt Rob and he would go down. Frankie Edgar, you know, you know what happened with that with the kick, but it was never on the <clears throat> ground, really. Davy Grant, same thing. So the guys that give Cheeto Vera trouble are the guys that can out-wrestle him. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at Henry Cejudo, I'm saying, well, he can definitely out-wrestle him. Yeah. And he's got the ability to stay out of the submissions. The Cheetos and you're and I absolutely agree with you. Henry has a has a tendency to put his head down and the the elbow strikes that Cheeto does while on his back. Henry's got to you know, he's got to contest yeah. with that and figure out what he needs to do to make sure that that doesn't become an equation in the fight. Yeah, this is the this is the fight I'm most looking forward to seeing. I mean, <clears throat> I know many out there like John, Big John, he's more excited to see the Zuck and Elon fight, but I'm more excited about this uh, fight. Thank you. So. <clears throat> you guys are just joining us. John just went off about how much he thinks uh, the Zuck and the Elon fights. Fight of the century. If you guys are just joining Fight of the century. Fight yeah. of the century. Okay. Next. <clears throat> All right. Let's hop into this. Next fight here, Rose. Josh just touched on it. Going up to 25. Yeah. Good fight. Going up against her, power, uh, See if her power translates up to the top into the heavier weight classes and if she can stop a takedown or two. Because I think the, the upper weight class is going to try to take her down and put her on her back. That's what I think. Well, I don't think that's going to happen with Faro, no. but I think that Faro's stand-up matches up well with Nama Yunus's. She is a very dynamic stand-up fighter, very good, very technically proficient. I think the real difference that I see in this fight is Rose's ability on the ground. She's a much better ground fighter than Faroe. We're going to see what happens, but it's, you know, 
number two in the flyweights against number two in the strawweights, but it's Rose going up. Rose has been the champion. Look, people say whatever they want. Rose is a winner. Nothing yeah. against Manu Ferro. She's she's really good, but when no when Rose turns it on when she's got her mind right and she's ready to go and wants to fight she's a, she's an incredible fighter she's fun to watch why, why is she going to to fly weight why i don't know i don't you're number two I, in I really the straw don't. weight yeah why i just i don't get it <clears throat> i don't get it i mean she must have pissed there must have been must have been something going on when that after that whole uh what fight with carla Sparza, i think it was but they just didn't do anything. Yeah, she got super pissed off. I think that I bet you, I bet you, she got a lot of heat for that because she hasn't fought since, has she? Has she fought since then, yeah, Dave? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> who did she? Who she get a win over? Let's see. I don't know. if She has. Pretty sure she did. Oh no, no she lost to Carly. You're right. Me last yeah. year. Yeah. It's like almost like it's already been a year. Someone I think I think she took a lot of criticism from that fight, and you know her. <clears throat> she wears her heart on her sleeve, man. Things like that bother her. So I think when she came back, she's like, I hope her mind's right. That's my biggest thing with her. She, if her yeah. mind's right, she's a fucking animal, man. She can't be. I mean, okay, I feel like she take, can't a, be. take a look. Just look, look at her. One, two, three, four, five, six. Her last seven fights. Mm -hmm. Look at look at the opponents. Yeah. All the top tier. Joanna twice. Jessica Andrade twice. Weili Zhang twice. Carlos Barza. Hello. Yeah. I don't know. She she's don't no easy fights. No, she doesn't. <clears throat> Top people. Well, good for her. She's going to get this one. We'll see how she handles the weight. <clears throat> the weight difference. All right, next. <clears throat> oh, man. All right. We'll keep it going with these fight announcements. We got Font versus Song at Bantamweight on August 19th. Oh, Rob Font taking on Yadong Song or Song Yadong. Whichever way it goes, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. But I hear it both ways. Yeah. But Song is a younger fighter. He's a faster fighter. He's an up-and-coming fighter. <clears throat> Rob Font's got to do a lot to stop him. He's going to have to really be able to sit down and use that jab that he's got that so well and keep Song from coming forward on him. He's got to stop that pressure. I don't know if he can. And if it gets to the point where Yudong Song decides <clears throat> to wrestle with it, mm -hmm. He will take Rob Fawn off of his feet. Yeah. I think uh, Song needs to utilize the wrestling to open up the boxing more. That'll keep Font loyal to his hands and his defense on the wrestling yep. to open up the strikes and to land the heavier That'll shot. Open up strikes <clears throat> up high. The yep. faster fighter will be Yudong Song. I think the one that has more power will be Yudong Song. And who's the better wrestler? Yudong Song. Who's younger? Yudong Song. All those things lean towards him. But... It is a fight. That's why we fight the fight. Rob Font still has puncher's chance and kickers and knees and all that stuff. He's a great stand-up fighter. So He's a good fighter. We'll see. It's tough. <clears throat> Next. Yep. All right. Last one here. Last one. We have Anthony Smith versus Ryan Sp uh, Span at Ryan late heavyweight Span. on August 26th. Go ahead, Josh. I mean, Anthony Smith is still in the top 10. <clears throat> He just needs to, I don't know, I don't know what he needs to do, man. We're just he's just getting up, he's getting up there in age, and yeah. he is a, a talented fighter. He's good on the feet, he's good on the ground, he's good everywhere. The age, he's got, but he's got miles. some miles on us, man. 
He's go. got so many Anthony. damn He's fights. A great guy. What's he got? Over fifty yeah. fights. Yeah. Pull up. Pull up his record real yeah. quick, <clears throat> if you can. I think Anthony Smith's got about fifty around, fights. Oh yeah, he's right at. Thirty-four, a fifty-four. That's it's just a lot. Yeah. Man. He's still thirty-four years of age, but go down, go down and look at his record in his last thirty-four. Thirty-four. Had the had the the loss to Glover where he took a lot of damage. Yeah. Okay. Then he lost lost to Rackick. Yeah, it was a good fight. Comes back, beats Devin Clark, beats Jimmy Crute, and beats Ryan Spann. That's what I was mm -hmm. I, I was thinking. That's a rematch. Um, the uh, the number two his last next to their two. names didn't give it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the number the, the you got Ankalaev. He lost to, and then Johnny Walker. He mm. lost to. Look, he can still fight. It's just that it's the little things as far as speed and everything, just a little bit different. But it's got a lot of mileage on it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a tough fight, but Ryan Spann, if, I think if he can drag Ryan Spann to that second round, Ryan Spann doesn't fight smart. Yeah. You know? And but he, Ryan Spann is that guy that, look, he, back when he fought Anthony the first time, he wasn't training. Hmm. Wasn't training at all. Yeah, but, John, he said the same thing his last fight, and he got tired in the last fight, too. The fight before that, he looked fantastic. But he goes, oh, because I've been true. training. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <clears throat> no. He got tired of getting in his last fight. I don't, I'm not going to believe it. I want to see you go a full, well, I, hard I, three I rounds. I do believe. I do believe the real difference in this. I think Span, Span on his feet. You know, Anthony started off was more of a kickboxer, but his ground game has gotten really good. He has an advantage on the ground. <clears throat> no, I That's agree. That's where he needs to bring the fight. Yeah, if Anthony gets us to the ground, to the top position, not from the back, he's yep. got to be on top. Oh, no. And on the feet, he's got to just weather the storm in that first round because Ryan Spann's going to bring yep. the power, the speed, all of those things. He's going to have to weather that storm. So, yep. All right, Dave, anything else? We're going to wrap up there. All right. Hey, we did a special show for you today for about two hours. So we want to thank you guys for uh, bearing with us. And uh, I'm still kind of getting over the end of this cold, so I got a little bit of a uh, frog in my throat kind of thing. And... Uh, it's been a, it's been a it's been a rough week, man. <laughs> it's, it's been a rough week. I was sick. I'm you know kids are out of school. The what else is it? Oh, I'm moving to Texas. It's uh, there's a lot going on, man. So we're packing up the house and getting things out of here. Anyways, well, hey, I want to thank you guys so much. But WayneInMerch.com. You have a birthday party apparel. today too. Yeah, yeah. For the you little. You have a birthday party. Yes, we do for the huh. little. So I'm moving tomorrow. Like literally packing up all my shit. They're moving out of my all my stuff out of my house tomorrow. And um, yeah. So yeah, but I'm so yeah. Out. Look at uh, yeah. I gotta I gotta <laughs> pick up some tables and some chairs because everything is packed up already. So the seats oh. and everything. Yeah, all my I sold all my uh, patio furniture already. So I told everyone that's coming over today bring some lawn chairs. Bring 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 B Y O S. Yeah, yeah. Bring your own seats. <laughs> go to seat, go to merch dot com. Pick up some of our uh, apparel, and then uh, hit up onlyfans dot com slash in Subscribe to us over there; it is free. I want to thank you guys for supporting us on all platforms. Subscribe to us also on YouTube, not just you know YouTube, but our YouTube's clip channel, but also on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, we're getting a lot of interaction on Spotify right now. It's really been helping us so with our numbers and uh, the audio platforms. We're trying to get our video on there, but it's, it's taking it's a process. So. 
trying to get that on for the last like six months, maybe even longer. So um, we want to thank you guys so much for supporting us all across all platforms. Thank you, John. Take us away. For everyone out there, we hope you have a great weekend. Well, what's left of it at least. Enjoy the new week. Pray for Josh as he's traveling to uh, Texas there. Make sure that he has a safe, safe travels all the way there. And for everyone out there, we will see you.